Welcome back to our uh, episode number 4 and uh, this is your host Nel Castillo and welcome to my podcast and uh, this is the series of our um, uh, communications excellence and now we are going to discuss about the excellence in communication communication competency So let's start. Quintilian, an early Latin rhetorician, is credited with introducing the ideal of the good man speaking well, an ideal that is not as far removed from contemporary concepts of organizational communication competency as history might suggest. In fact, Michael Hackman and Craig Johnson, 2004, identified a contemporary good communicator team when reviewing research from personal administrators throughout the United States of America. Today, organizations need people who can speak well listen, write, persuade others, demonstrate interpersonal skills, gather information, and exhibit small group problem-solving expertise. In other words, organization in our complex and turbulent world need flexible and creative people who have diverse and well-developed communication abilities. Yet, how do we determine if we are competent organizational communicators? Who decides? On what do we base our conclusions? Let me tell you something about communication competency. It is composed of knowledge, sensitivity, skills, and values. Competencies arises from interaction of theory, practice, and analysis. So let's move on. Researchers differ in how they define communication competency. Some believe that a person is a competent if he or she knows what is appropriate in a specific situation, whether or not that behavior actually occurs. A student, for example, who realizes in that class participation is required for a high grade may choose not to participate, yet the student can be considered competent because of the knowledge or awareness of the appropriate behavior. Other researchers extend the competency concept beyond knowledge of appropriate behaviors to include actual language performance and the achievement of interpersonal goals. The student, from the perspective, must not only recognize appropriate participation behaviors but also participate so as to demonstrate communication competency. 
Fred Jablin and Patricia Sias, 2001, in their comprehensive discussion of communication competency, suggested that the concept of communication competency is best understood by an ecological model that revolves around four systems. And what are those four systems? One, the microsystem, which contains the developing organizational member and other persons in the immediate work environment. Example, supervisors, co-workers, and clients. Two, the mesosystem, which represents the interrelations among various microsystems. Example is what individuals learn in their project teams may affect their competence in the functional work groups in which they are members. Three, the macrosystem which does not represent the immediate context in which an individual works but does impinge on him or her. Example, major divisions of the organization and the organization itself as a whole. And four, the exosystem which represents the overarching cultural belief system, forms of knowledge, social, technological, and political ideologies. In brief, an ecological perspective emphasizes system embeddedness, that is, the action of one element of the system affect the other elements. This is from page 836 to 837. So that is the system. Okay, the four systems. Now let's move on to Jablin and CS specifically describe how globalization and technology have changed forever notions of what is a competent communicator. It is fair to conclude they expand previous notions of communication competency to extend to groups and to the organization as a whole within its broad environment. Sherry Moriale 2009 suggests linkage between communication competence and ethics. Specifically, Moriale identifies issues of competence related to pursuing self-interest versus the interest of others, to engaging in information sharing versus manipulation, and to recognizing the long-term effects of communication across time and diverse relationships. Stephen Littlejohn and David Jabosch, 1982, have proposed a particularly useful definition of communication competency for the organizational setting. 
they suggest that communication competency is the ability and willingness of an individual to participate responsibly in transact in a transaction in such a way as to maximize the outcome of shared meanings this definition requires not only knowledge of appropriate behaviors but also motivation to engage in communication that results in mutual understanding in other words communication competency involves our personal willingness and ability to communicate so that our meanings are understood and we understand the meanings of others finally this definition can be applied to the group and macro organizational levels so important in the ecological model proposed by Jablin and Sias. Regardless of differences in perspectives, organizational communication competency relates to message encoding and decoding abilities, the process of communication initiation and consumption. When we begin to think about our personal communication competency, we quickly realize that we form impressions of our own competency while making evaluations about the competency of others. We try to decide what is appropriate for us as well as for others and we determine whether that behavior is effective in a particular circumstance. In other words, my impression of my own competency and the competency of others is related to my evaluation of whether we exhibited the right behaviors and achieved desirable results in a particular situation. Determining what is right and desirable is not always easy, however, think for a moment about you did a good job although you were disappointed in yourself. Who was right? Were you, were you competent or incompetent? Can both be correct? Earlier we said that Organizational excellence depends on the communication competencies of all organizational members. Specifically, we describe the need for creative problem solving among diverse groups of people who often share little common information. With this emphasis on communication and technology, the real question becomes what individuals should do to prepare themselves to meet their future communication needs. In other words, how do we develop and evaluate our communication competencies? Our answer begins by returning to the Little John and Jabush approach to communication competency. Little John and Jabush 1982 contend 
competency arises out of four basic components. Process understanding, interpersonal sensitivity, communication skills, and ethical responsibility. Process understanding refers to the cognitive ability to understand the dynamics of the communication event. Interpersonal sensitivity is the ability to perceive feelings and meanings. Communication skills are the ability to develop and interpret message strategies in specific situations. The ethical component of competency is the attitudinal set that governs concern for well-being of all participants in taking responsibility for communication outcomes. Finally, Little John and Jabush believe that competence comes from the interaction of three primary elements, jury, practice, and analysis. When applied to the organizational setting, the Little John and Jabush approach can be modified and expanded to include the competency components this book seeks to develop knowledge, sensitivity, skills, and values. So there you go. So that is the excellence in communication, communication competency. And um, that's all for tonight. And uh, we need this book is a uh, uh, fundamentals of organization communication by Pamela S. Shockley Zalabak. So uh, hopefully, um, please listen again to Spotify and um, wait, uh, watch out for the episode number five. And hopefully you learn something from this. I know you are busy. You cannot read a lot. So I prepared this audio uh, book. So it can help you if you are doing something while listening. At least you are still learning and preparing you for the next um, communication competency. So with that, this is your host, Nel Castillo, and welcome again to my Nel Castillo podcast. And that's all for tonight. See you.